Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Yep. Hey, it's uh, Monday, and coming up, we're the lead-in to the Mike Houston Show. That'll be at Logan's Roadhouse. Panther Talk tonight. That's over on uh, 103 Talk, 1037 WTIB at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll have uh, the pre-primer for Panther Talk with Jim Zoki for the Panthers Radio Network. Coming up, he returns to his normal spot on Monday. Patrick Johnson welcoming you in uh, to a Monday PJ show. Ben Byram uh, back from Charlotte. He is producing today's show. Hey, Ben. Courtney is thawed out from the weekend. She's ready to go. And uh, we're glad you're with us here. We've got uh, ECU coming off a convincing win over Temple. Just blew the doors off the Owls 45-3. And uh, really poured it on in the second half. Temple finally got on the board uh, late. Their field goal kicker finally stuck one uh, late in the game. And then uh, we got Pirate Basketball coming up tomorrow night. Season opener. Uh, you'll hear the game here on 94.3, the game. And you're a part of it. And 107.9 WNCT. I was going to time my announcement out a little, little more later but since there's already official there, emails well there are uh so yeah uh known about this for a little bit have kind of held it close to the chest with the exception of a few people that uh needed to know in our station and uh people that uh, i wanted to know uh else you know elsewise or uh however and uh so, yeah, I'm going to be calling the games this year, ECU basketball on ESPN+. Plus. I, I appreciate being asked to do it tremendously. And uh, we'll be calling 15 of the uh, home games. Cy Seymour and I will. And I'm excited to work with Cy more than anything. We had a great uh, call today, kind of a you know pre-meeting call uh, that you have in the TV biz. And uh, I'm really quite honored to get a chance to do it. And, look, every time I've been uh, asked to do ESPN+, uh, that is uh, great. So I really appreciate uh, being asked to do it, and I'm really honored to do it. And it's a big job. I mean, we want to do a good job. And, you know, if the team's improved and playing well, and if they can get fully healthy, I think they'll be that improved team. It'll be fun to do. But it's just going to be fun with Cy and the American calling all of the uh, games. But, yeah, we'll be uh, on ESPN Plus tomorrow night from 7 o'clock. Here's my plea to you, though, if you're uh, listening to this. Um Definitely go to the game tomorrow. Go buy tickets, buy your season tickets, or at the very least, get some tickets to go to the game tomorrow. Because I think this is going to be a better basketball program. I mean, I already think it is under Joe Dooley. I think this team's got a higher ceiling, too. Yeah, They have a lot of potential. Now, I I will tell you, they are a little nicked up in some key areas. Uh, Winston Tabbs is uh, coming in 
little off-season uh, surgery, and he's not quite 100%. He's, he's not laboring out there or anything, but they're handling him, and uh, they're looking at it. It's more important to maybe have him uh, at a little more full strength against Oklahoma and for that Myrtle Beach event than, you know, the season opener. Uh, Zoe Frank, a little nicked up. Uh, some others are a little nicked up, R.J. Felton. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be without some some guys that might would have played tomorrow. So, uh, guys like Tristan Newton and Brandon Suggs and J.J. Miles, Tremont Robinson-White, Luigi Debeau, they're going to have to they're going to have to play. They have to play well. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing Vance Jackson. What I've seen so far looks really good. He could shoot it, and if he's got his touch regained, I think he'll be all right. Uh, and then a lot of good things have been said about this kid, Brandon Johnson, uh, out of uh, the Roseville area in Wake County. Really good basketball player. So uh, looking forward to that tomorrow, but again, a real honor to get the chance to do that this year. We've got another uh, announcement coming up later in the week concerning yours truly. And I and I really was going to wait and do this at the end of a segment or at the end of the show because, I mean, I, I just I didn't want to make this – well, but I, if I did want to make it about me, I could have because I could have announced it weeks ago. Right, Ben? That's right. So, I mean, you could have really kind of right. hammered it in I, there. I could have crowed about it. Others would have been crowing about it. You were very humble I, about it. Well, I'm I'm very honored to do it. It's not anything I take lightly. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i happy to get the opportunity to do it. And I think it's just going to be a lot of fun, especially with Cy Seymour there. I've worked with some guys and girls over the years that, you know, you're kind of, eh. But you just go out and do the best job you can do. That's really all you can do. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the deal there. And uh, you, you kind of forced my hand a little bit on that one, Ben. But that's all right. I'm so sorry. I didn't, does. I, I didn't know it was uh, you were saving it. I no, thought no, it was no, kind of no. common knowledge now. So. Well, it is out there in the, in the, in the sphere, would you say? I would say it's so. Yeah, there, it's out there in the sphere. So I, we, yeah, we were going to bring it up today, but I was going to wait and and and, and a I very apologize. humble. No, I no, no, no reason. Away to, from you. No, 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 no need. No, you did. You did not do that. You just changed the timing of the moment. I just didn't want to come and I don't want to come across as a uh, out of control egomaniac because, as you know, Ben, I am. So I am. I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, just thrilled to be doing it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I've enjoyed working with the uh, ESPN Plus production folks uh, with everything else I've done. Baseball was great last year with Jake Jacobs. Uh, volleyball has been fantastic. I am no soccer guy. I, I did a soccer game last year, and I I did not publicize that because I knew it was not go well. <laughs> and you know what, Ben? It didn't go well. <laughs> hey, the real professionals take it and run with it. Just well, get- the thing is this. I'm not a... I'm not even like a casual, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a casual soccer fan. I'm not like, either. I, it's hard to I get into. Yeah, I wouldn't sit and watch it. Now, I like I like volleyball. I like golf. I like tennis. Uh, I'll watch those. I'm not saying it's my go-to first out of the gate, but, I mean, I'll watch those sports. I, I certainly will watch golf. Um, And that's, yeah, that's my other little secret desire is to I would really love to get on PGA Tour radio. Henry was playing golf with our pal John McGinnis today. So maybe I can get a little push from McGinnis on there. I don't know. Get a word in there. 
baby. I don't know. A guy running it. Yeah, he's not a fan. <laughs> really? Yeah, not a fan. We've got, uh, it's like everybody else in the business. Everybody's got history. It's crazy. All right. Uh, nobody wants to hear about uh, that, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I would say go to the game. If you can't watch it, uh, certainly. If you can't go, watch it. ESPN Plus, um, 7 o'clock. And if you can't do either of those and you got to be in your car, you can always listen here on 94.3 The Game and 107.9 WNCT. In fact, we're going to be on for 90 minutes tomorrow leading up. I'll be on the first part of the show. I think the ref is going to carry us. We'll have the Houston huddle tomorrow. So we'll have some things to kind of carry us through to the bottom of uh, the 6 o'clock hour to lead you into the network. And uh, tomorrow, speaking of new, uh, Coach Perry, Michael Perry, is going to be on with us. You know, he's now the analyst on the radio network because size moved over to TV. So there you go. Had to do some reshuffling. Yeah, I think Cy wanted to get off the road. You know, Cy, despite the fact he he looks, he's like the world's youngest teenager, world's whatever the Dick Clark saying was, world's oldest teenager. I mean, Cy looks like he's you know forty years old. He looks great, but you know, Cy's an older gentleman, and I, I think he just wanted to get off the road, traveling so much. That traveling, Ben, as you know, this weekend, you got it's a young man's game. It takes a lot out of you. Yeah, it's no fun. Uh, well, wait a minute. More to come on that. No, no, the road trip is fun. It's just, nah. So wait a minute. You guys went to Charlotte yesterday. You saw, a, a, obviously, a, a, just a a snoozer of a game. We made our own per- fun. I heard. How uh, how was the trip? You, the ref, and uh, Casey. Is that who was with you guys? Yep, it was Casey. Um, I can't really talk about what was going on with Casey. He, uh, we, it was it was a whole conundrum there, but. Is he okay? No, he's fine. He's fine. Okay. Just, All right. Yeah. But it, Don't we, sell him out. Don't sell him no, out. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. It, but anyways, uh, we listened to the NASCAR race out of all things. You know, we were debating certain things and just trying to pass the time on the way there. Hmm. It was a lot of fun. We made it work. Interesting. Charlotte Drive, as you know, can be brutal. and just Oh, the Charlotte you know, Drive's the worst. The Charlotte Drive's the worst. I mean, like, it's gotten to the point on the Charlotte Drive, I'll find back ways to go now. It's just out of the way of everything. Yeah, well, that construction, it's just, it's a nightmare. And it it never ends. I, I have not done it yet. I actually have thought, well, maybe I'll go 40 and go to the 40, what is it, 77 split there in uh, Statesville. Yeah. And, but, I mean, that's just so out of the way. But you know what? <sighs> I'm a, I'm one of the people I have to constantly be moving. I don't I don't like sitting in traffic. I got you. Yeah, I'm the and same way. By the time you took that, I've never done it, but by the time you took that Statesville trip and did that, you'd it'd be about the same amount of time with you sitting in traffic. Yeah, I mean, really, it would be. But yeah, I mean, it's having gone there and done some games over the years, and I'm just so weird about the drive, <laughs> driving places and travel that. Like I leave early. Well, with like the talk excessively early, it's it's crazy. With the talk about relocating Bank of America, how about we just relocate the whole city of Charlotte? <laughs> I say give them to South Carolina. Let South Carolina have them. Yeah, there you go. And we'll take. Will we take Myrtle? Take I, Myrtle. I think we. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that trade. I'll take okay. that trade in a heartbeat. All right. Do you? Uh, did you get up with Zoki? I did. I did. He. Uh, okay. He. He blew you off. Yeah, he blew me off. Well, he, he responded, but yeah, he did not want to take a picture. He was busy. Oh, wow, really? Okay. 
And I hit him up at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So, Are you and Zoke going to be fine this afternoon? I what? think we'll be fine. I understand. He's got a show to do. I figured I would okay. ask so he can't say that I didn't or that I didn't you, get up with do him. Do you know that Zoki, uh, he, I mean, he's obviously on the network, but he does like the – he does the version of uh, Pirate Game Day Countdown for the Panthers. Yeah, I do. We were listening to it on the way there. So he goes on like at 9 or 10 in the morning. Yeah. From like wherever they're broadcasting from that week, either Bank of America or, or somewhere on the road. At the very least, I figured I would reach out just so he could say I didn't. Okay. Just so you say I didn't reach uh, that. Just so you say yeah. I, I. You get what I'm saying. I'm. My, Did I'm, you guys stick around after to try to catch up with Zoki or, or no? No, no. We kind of left a little bit early, to be quite ah, honest with you. We left yeah, maybe with you. like five minutes left in the ball game. Yeah. Look at you, Fairweather Johnsons, leaving early. Ah, no. We hey we. We were definitely were not Fairweather fans at, out of all the people that were there. There was more Pats fans there than Panthers fans, and we were the only ones that were kind of getting loud and standing up and cheering them on, and everybody else was looking at us with dirty looks. So, Well, the Panthers stuck, stunk. We'll talk more about that coming up. I'll say this. Uh, the thing that I took from Saturday was at least ECU – I shouldn't say at least. It was great to see ECU beat a team that they were – clearly better than yeah and i'm not talking about you know just won it or i mean i'm talking about really come out took it to them were more physical dominated uh dictated the pace dictated the physicality and just you know played better than a team that quite frankly uh is not real good i mean it's just not a real good temple team because to be honest with you patrick um, it, it's not necessarily a knock. I'm not getting on them or anything, but in the past years, we've really kind of played up to our competition, whether they're a really bad team or they're sometimes even a good team. We just don't really, really beat and like smack the teams that we should, like in a, in a convincing fashion. And well, it's kind I, look of, on on paper, you would think more talented, more depth than Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern is not a great FCS team. They're an okay FCS team, but yeah, for sure. The Pirate. The Pirates struggled that day. He could have easily lost that game if not for their kicker. On paper, they should have won it. But, and they, I mean, or or won it in more convincing fashion. They did win it, but they could have won it in more convincing fashion. Oh, yeah. They didn't. They won. And at the end of the day, that's really what matters. But it was just nice to see East Carolina come out and really thump uh, a Temple Owls team that uh, just, I mean, just is riddled with all kinds of problems. It was and exciting to see that because we haven't seen that in a while, and it's just kind of it, it gets you a little bit excited. At least for me, I was a little bit excited. Yeah, no, no, I'm 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 excited about it too. I'll tell you what is interesting. Uh, you now, and we're going to hear this in cuts later on. But you mean you're talking about? Well, you got to win, you know, six games. Go bowling. Bowling is a goal that they stated they wanted to go to a bowl game. The program needs to go to a bowl game. Uh, you know. I think Saturday's a lot tougher now than what it was we were thinking it might be a week or two ago. Yeah, we were not expecting uh, Memphis to beat SMU. That was that was well, huge. Memphis is the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde situation. De- especially this year. Memphis lost to this Temple team by two scores, didn't they? Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then they beat SMU pretty soundly, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just... It's on the road. Memphis started out, I think, as an eight-point favorite at a six this morning, from what I was told. Ben will get me the number on where that is right now. But, I mean, Pirates are going to be a dog on the road. 
They've proven they can play well on the road. Lost to Central Florida, should have won on the road. Lost at Houston, had a great chance to win on the road in overtime. But um, what's the line on that right now, Ben? I think it all depends on what version of Memphis shows up. But right now, um, updated, it's got Memphis at five and a half. So that's come down, ooh, two and a half points since it opened at eight, at least in the book I saw. So Pirates getting a little uh, bit of respect. Still no, well, not they all should. the respect we probably well, want. But. Well, and if that trend continues, I mean, it's just a day, you know. I mean, it's probably – look, if, if it's a three to three and a half point game, that's practically a pick em, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, that's – I feel like that's the case. I mean, I, you can make a great case for the Pirates going there and winning. ECU doesn't take care of business. You can make a case there that, that Memphis would win the game. I, 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 think it's a, I think it's an even sort of game because, look, Memphis is in the same boat. They're kind of playing to go to a bowl game. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think that line will get a little bit closer as the week goes on. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's I, – I, I think because of the money factor, you know, I think that because people are going to realize what, these two teams are a little more evenly matched. Pirates ran the ball well, got a lot of yards per play, were much better on third down. They weren't great, but they were much better on third down. Uh, they did a better job of getting the defense off the field on third down. Utilize their tight ends. They did. And uh, I just thought overall that was that was one of the better and best. And look, you know, Ehlers did have the pick, but that's all right. You have him, I think, still looking really good and kind of in control. Also got a rushing touchdown to go along with the three he passed for, and he gets named to the honor roll. Uh, Keaton Mitchell doing Keaton Mitchell things, a couple of touchdowns. Rajay Harris was great. You mentioned the tight ends, Ryan Jones, Shane Calhoun, combining for seven catches. Jones had six of them. And Omatosho, Johnson with a great catch. You know, we haven't seen a lot of Tyler Sneed having – but Sneed hasn't really had to do a whole lot over the last few games. Yeah, and with Omatosho getting a little bit more consistent, CJ is finally starting to come on in the last few games, and the run game's really kind of been consistent. You don't necessarily need to use a Tyler Sneed, kind of like how the Panthers are using McCaffrey. I mean, Tyler Sneed just – if you need a big play, he's the guy you need to go to. You don't need to give him the ball 20 times or even 10 times a game anymore. Yesterday's Panthers game uh, was pretty bad. To say the very least. Pretty bad. So we're going uh, <laughs> to talk about the Panthers uh, coming up next. And uh, <laughs> we'll have Jim Zoki on. I, I'm curious to see what Zoke's got to say today, aren't you? I'm very curious. A lot of controversy around the Panthers. You got Robbie Anderson cussing out the quarterback on the sidelines, and let me let me just say this. Look, Sam Darnold, awful. Now I guess he's got shoulder issue and he's undergone an undergone an MRI and he's day to day. And aren't we all? Yeah. But if I'm Sam Darnold, and of all the guys on that roster. Anybody can say anything they want, but Robbie Anderson says something because he's a choking dog. I would take my helmet and throw it at his head. <laughs> and the thing is, Robbie is supposed to be your guy. Out of all, like, and on anybody well, he, on the team, over, if anybody's supposed to have your guy, back, that's him. That guy has no business criticizing anybody else's performance. 
Yeah, you, you are awesome. correct, though. Nobody's bringing up. Robbie is just as responsible for this Panthers offense being He's bad as Sam Darnold awful. is. He's awful. And I, if it, Darnold's a better man than I am because I would have taken my helmet, bad shoulder or not, and thrown it at him because that guy wouldn't – you can't let that bum say a word to you about oh, yeah. anything. Yeah. He is a bum. He's the definition period. of getting your contract and then cashing out. He makes DJ Moore look like Jerry Rice. All right. <laughs> we'll come back. Let's look it up. Google it, kids. We'll come back and we will uh, talk to Zoki about all this and more when we return on the Patrick Johnson Show Monday. Every Monday during the NFL season, get the latest on the Carolina Panthers as Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network joins the P-Man. Bring on the good stuff, universe. This and every Monday right here on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station for the ECU Pirates. Finally, Greenville has a new PT's Grill. PT's Old Fashioned Grill is open on Greenville Boulevard across from Ashley Furniture. With burgers, fries, chicken sandwiches, salads, even two vegan burgers. PT's Old Fashioned Grill uses fresh, never-frozen beef and chicken, plus their famous hand-cut fries are prepared daily for each meal. They also have hand-squeezed lemonade and local beers on tap. For lunch or dinner, check out PT's Old Fashioned Grill on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, and you'll understand what all the excitement is about. With the value of the U.S. dollar continuing to slump due to unprecedented money printing, it has never been more important to protect your savings and retirement accounts from inflation. Many hardworking Americans, just like you and I, are turning to a proven method to protect what we work so hard to earn. Real gold. You can have real gold delivered privately and securely to your home or have real gold put into your IRA or 401k. Just call Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you want to know about owning real gold. It's a lot easier than you think. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-928-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. Talk to them about getting real gold and silver delivered to your home or about having real gold placed in your IRA or 401k. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown. Call them now, 833-928-GOLD. So, what are you waiting for? 833-928-GOLD. Get your gold you can hold from the Oxford Gold Group, 833-928-GOLD. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Getting into college is more competitive than ever, especially for rural students. That's why we're opening new paths to NC State with options like spring admission and transfer programs. What we think and do helps rural students get into NC State and graduate to fill North Carolina jobs. Discover how we're growing paths to NC State. Visit wegrownc.ncsu.edu. Sponsored by NC State's College of Agriculture and Life Sciences and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. 
Every Monday during the football season, join me, Jim Zoki, as I talk Carolina Panthers football and the latest from the NFL with Patrick Johnson right here on 94.3 The Game, Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. More of the Patrick Johnson Show right now. Panthers uh, get beat by the Patriots, 24-6 in Charlotte. Our guys made it there and back in one piece. Jim Zoki, you'll hear him tonight, 7 o'clock Panther Talk on Talk 103.7 WTIB. Eastern Carolina's home for your Carolina Panthers. Zoke, Sam Darnold, day-to-day now, aren't we all? (laughs) Maybe even... Some of us are hour to hour, minute by minute. <laughs> All right. So, um, Darnold is, uh, I, I don't even know if he'll be a game time. Just, I guess we'll just figure out how, how the MRI on his shoulder, uh, what, what it totally reveals and how that injury progresses this week, right? Exactly. So, yeah, Coach Rule was asked about, is Sam Darnold your starting quarterback? And he does, doesn't want to answer until he has all the information, which includes the health component of the shoulder in addition to what he saw with his eyes and what he's going to look at it on tape. I'm sure he's been doing that today as well. But he is yet to commit uh, one way or another as to who his quarterback will be. But, again, part of that is he wants to wait and see what the MRI says and how Darnold, if he is available to practice, uh, what that looks like during the course of the week. Which shoulder? The throwing shoulder, right shoulder. Okay. Do you think he'd be better off throwing now with his left hand? I'm being honest. It's an honest Patrick, question. Now you're starting to sound like B-Baby. This is like a B-Baby kind of question for me. Ow. This is the kind of start <laughs> I expect. Oh. People, ben. this guy, right? Am I right? Ben. Ben. <laughs> How about that? First he blows you off, and then. He turned heel on me. He did. He did. So I did not, was... turn, uh, not turn heel on me. I was working. <laughs> I know. We, we, oh, yeah, we, we acknowledge we, that. We do a little show. We, we do a little yes. broadcasting show up in the in the yes. fourth level of the stadium. Well, you also. Can we get to the good you, stuff? Did Ben did Ben have a good trip? How was the uh, I was the visit? We survived Henry uh, Hitton coming to town. Did we survive uh, being baby yeah. without any police ben, involved how'd or anything? How did it go, Ben? It was a fun trip. No police involved. Uh, I feel like there was a few close calls, but nonetheless, we made it out alive. <laughs> no bruises, no scratches. It was a fun time, despite the ball. You know what? It was very much like very much like Henry's trip. Then okay, yeah. Hey, Zoke, you know where what Ben was disappointed in? The amount of Patriots fans there. He was that's that's all he's talked about yeah, all day all day today. Ben should be. Yeah. That was that was bad. Hey, Bob Sochi's a friend. He's the voice of the Patriots. Yeah, I know Bob. And, uh, Great guy. Yeah, yeah. And Bob used to do baseball up at uh, Tidewater and all this. But he uh, he tweeted out, "Nice to have another home game." I'm like, "Gosh, Bob, stop it!" <laughs> there were wow. a lot of Patriots fans there, and that's. That's not good. I know that's secondary market, buying it up and all that, but uh, that's that's uh, you hate to see that for the home games. We were surrounded yeah. by them. We would cheer and get dirty looks. It was it was that bad. Uh, I um, walked out afterwards, you know, once we got done with our post game, and I just was in a, a wave of Patriot fans singing "Sweet Caroline," which, by the way, you know, we use that down here. That's our song. So, I know yeah, they what's the their song box. too? I didn't know they use it for the Patriots. Yeah, well, I think it might be time to change songs if they're using it, right? Or I mean, we should no. Again, they took our seats. They shouldn't take our song too. Oh, I see what you're change. saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. I, um, I think. 
Jim, um, uh, we got Jim Soki with us uh, here, uh, Panthers Radio Network. So the Mac Jones play, at first, on the replay, I thought, well, he thought that guy had the ball. But now that I've watched it repeatedly, it's a dirty play. Are you going to go there with me so on that? I feel, I feel like I'm watching the JFK, like the, the back and to the left. I feel like I've just watched it about 200 times of uh, what happened there. I felt like in real time and then watching it that it was a dirty play, like a twisting of an ankle, like a, a top yeah. of a heel, like, or like a wrestling move, uh, trying to, to take your opponent down with that. I mean, I don't think he knew or could think that quickly that Burns would have the ball. I mean, I just think he said that today, Mac Jones did. But I guess we'll never know. That's what he's saying. I, I didn't think it looked that way. I, I know a number of Panther defensive players and uh, teammates like Shaq Thompson have come out and said they thought it was a dirty play. So I'll stand by them on that. Uh, Mac Jones will not be suspended, despite it showing on the replay that it looked like, indeed, a dirty play. All right, I, I'm going to say something here. Let's get back to Darnold, and then I'm going to let Ben ask uh, a thing or two here. But All right, so the... Two shoes, Teddy, we gave up on last year, right? Now, he hurt his knee, and the offensive line was no good. He played most of the second half of the season without McCaffrey. He's doing okay now in Denver. They've got an offensive line. Pirates get, or Pirates, Panthers get a couple more injuries along the offensive line yesterday. Offensive line's not great. Uh, McCaffrey played yesterday, but has not played prior to that for a few games. Is this more of a guys up front problem than a quarterback problem or is Darnold really just a bit of a problem here too no I think you know it's all of that I mean you lost two starters in the first half so you lose your center Matt Paradis for the season and you lose your left tackle Cam Irving with a calf injury there and you're already playing you know, guys that were not your starting guard rotation heading in with Michael Jordan and Trent Scott they started the week before so really Taylor Moten's the only guy that you thought mm-hmm. would be a starter when the season began as far as the five offensive line positions. So even when they were winning, it seemed like it wasn't great along the offensive line. And then, yeah, add in, I mean, Darnold's got to be accountable for what Darnold has done, which is seven touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. And by his words, not just uh, ours talking about it, the the two of them were bad decisions. They weren't like, you know, my shoulder hurts or you know, right. something. the play design was bad. It was like he shouldn't have thrown it in the end zone. The guy wasn't open. And that horrible overthrow uh, when he was rolling to his left out of the pocket for the Pick six the other way. But, I mean, isn't the offensive line, that's got to be resolved. That issue's got to be fixed at some point, right? Well, at this point, that point is the offseason. I mean, you got what you got now. I mean, you're just not going to find three offensive linemen. So it looks like encouraging news that Pat Elfline will be back, and I think he's somebody that can separate into Matt Paradis's center spot. So I think if he's healthy and ready to go, Elfline will be your starting center. And then, um, you know, again, they still have – you know, they still got Scott, uh, you know, Trent, Trent Scott. They still got Michael Jordan at the guard spot. So, I mean, they did not bring in Brady Christensen, but he's played left and right tackle, and I guess they don't feel he's ready, and he didn't look ready uh, in the games that he played in earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ben, what you got? Jim, kind of the big story of the game besides Mac Jones, you know, pulling an ankle lock there and, um, you know, just Sam Darnold downright just not playing very well, just downright sucking, uh, was Robbie Anderson kind of giving Sam Darnold an earful earful after his third interception on the day. Uh, was there any word on what was said there, and what was kind of your initial reaction to seeing that on the sidelines? Yeah, I mean, Robbie talked about it post game, and Sam talked about it post game, and it was something that, uh, that Robbie said, in essence, was tighten up, do better. And, uh, yeah, Robbie 
I mean, he's dropped passes, and he said in his <laughs> comments, he said, if I, when I mess up, I expect people to do the same to me. So I think, honestly, out of the things to worry about, that's like number 100. Uh, I think it was just like frustration was a two-set, uh, you know, two-word sentence, you know, tightened up or whatever he said. So I don't think there's anything huge about that. But, yeah, they're frustrated. Three interceptions, uh, they had chances to score, and they didn't do it. So I don't think there's anything huge about that. Matt Rule didn't think it was a big deal. Neither one of the players thought it was a big deal. I think they are friends. Uh, so I don't think there's any animosity. Um, I don't think it's like a free Odell situation here that they had in Cleveland last week. So I think they'll be okay. But it has been, I will say, beyond all that, Ben, I think it's been bizarre that, that through nine games they've not been able to get Robbie Anderson involved in the offense in any kind of way. I mean, so last week it was zero yards. This week it was two and to his credit, he's been a good soldier in saying, I, as long as we win, I'm fine with that. If we don't, I'm frustrated. But, uh, you know, that's, it's got to be disappointing for him to not have more than what he's got, which I think is now 19 catches at over the halfway point of the season. All right, Ben, what else you got? Uh, one more question. It's about uh, the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week, Zane Gonzalez. He's really kind of been our offense in the past few weeks. Um, what has really kind of changed for Zane in practice? What have you personally seen, and what has Matt Ruiff said about uh, Gonzalez, and is there any kind of kind of deal in the works to kind of keep him around in Carolina? Um, I've not heard of anything as far as them trying to you know do something to extend the contract or anything like that. So we'll see. But yeah, he was the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week last week, and he's hitting 50 yarders. And a guy that wasn't known for a strong leg, I do know in the kickoffs, you know, that it was a change of approach and style because where he was uh, before in Arizona, you know, their style was to kind of kick it high, run under it, and try to cover it, and, and pin them inside the 25. You know, here he's taking a deeper drop back on the kickoffs and, and kicking it stronger. And uh, for whatever reason, that's translated into his field goal depth uh, seems to be deeper as well. And, yeah, it happens sometimes. We've seen really good kickers where the wheels come off and, and they just lose it for whatever reason. Sometimes it comes back. Uh, and then sometimes you see something like this where a guy hasn't been terrific. All of a sudden he figures it out. But whatever's going on, you know, kudos to – Chase Blackburn, the special teams coach, and whoever they got with the kicking game over there for getting Zane uh, focused the right way on that. By the way, Zoe, Zane yep, Gonzalez, right <laughs> Zane Gonzalez, born the same year that the Panthers first started playing. How about that? Which was 1995. Yeah. 95. How old does he that make I, us feel? Well, he's Not a May 7th. How does uh, that make us feel? Yeah, it makes us feel old. I remember that. Uh, it, it, we He's born May 7th, which is the day I was born. So there you go. That's I won't say the also year. Also 1995. Yes, also 1995. All right. Uh, hey, Zoke, thank you for the time. We uh, appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you next Monday and uh, see what the Panthers can do, if they can figure this thing out against uh, Arizona, who got back to their winning ways yesterday. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, guys. All right. There he goes. Jim Zoki. Poor Zoke. I mean, yeah, in this situation, you can't really mince words, even if you are in the building. <laughs> well, I mean, just Zoke's got to watch that stuff, you know. And He does, yeah. I mean, he's employed by him. I think the offensive line is is an issue. I mean, I, Darnold stinks right now. There's no two ways about it. But he's got – I mean, look what Bridgewater's doing right now, Ben. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, at least Darnold's shown he can have good games. The offensive line yeah. hasn't had a good game yet, to be quite honest with you, and that's got to be fixed. Can't expect anybody to be successful. Even Teddy, who's been pretty good this year. I mean, he yeah. had his struggles behind this offensive line. He kind of exposed this team in the offseason, and everybody kind of looked down upon him and kind of get, kind of got mad over at him over it and frustrated at him over it, and he's been right this whole time. I mean, he was the, the he red was, zone struggles.
He was the scapegoat. He was the easy scapegoat. He's the quarterback, so. Right. Easy scapegoat, followed the guy who was, I mean, still, I think the majority of the fan base viewed Cam favorably, as kind of popular. Oh, for sure, yeah. So, I mean, he was the perfect fall guy. Doesn't appear that he was the problem. Uh, All right. um, Ben's got another update for you, and then we'll get to our pirate report coming up. And uh, here's Ben with that for you right now uh, at 536. Ben? Thanks, Patrick. We start what's happening around Pirate Nation as Pirate Football, of course, got the dub Saturday over Temple 45-3. Officially to improve 5-4 on the season, Holton Aylers was awarded the AAC's weekly honor roll for his performance in the win after completing 16 out of 24 passes for 191 yards and three touchdowns, as well as a rushing touchdown. From Pirate Basketball, it's officially announced that our very own Patrick Johnson, along with Cy Seymour, will handle ESPN Plus coverage of ECU Hoops this season. So congrats to the P-Man and Pirate Hoops head coach Joe Dooley held a press conference earlier today ahead of their matchup against South Carolina State. Here's Coach Dooley's personal scouting report on the Bulldogs. Well, a lot of new guys uh, do have some returners back, uh, three starters back. TJ uh, Madlock, Coach Madlock's son, is a very good player. Uh, obviously, they had a little a bit of a weird season last year. They were up and down as far as starting the season a little bit late. Uh, but new coach probably have a lot of new energy and a lot of new pieces. From the NFL, quick recap of major players with some injuries. The probable defensive rookie of the year in Broncos corner Patrick Sertan II has suffered from a knee sprain and will miss multiple games. Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds has an high ankle sprain is also expected to miss multiple games. And Niners right tackle Mike McGlitchie is out for the season with a torn quadricep. Meanwhile, the Raiders continue to have bad luck with their recent first-round picks as they now cut 2020 first-round pick Damon Arnett at their videos have surfaced of him brandishing a firearm and making multiple death threats, and Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has been cleared to return after breaking his middle finger. From college football, Nebraska head coach Scott Frost has restructured his contract for the 2022 season after the Cornhuskers have gone a fourth consecutive season without a bowl game. From NASCAR, about a year after being canceled and fired from Chip Ganassi racing team, Hendrick Motorsports has the NASCAR Cup Series champion in Kyle Larson after he won at Phoenix Raceway last night after leading seven times for a race high 108 laps. And from the NBA, Sixers center Joel Embiid will miss multiple games after testing positive for COVID-19. And Boston Celtics forward Jalen Brown will be out for one to two weeks with a hamstring injury. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. Pirate Report with the P-Man after this quick timeout. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. Or tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. He's going to go in. Touchdown. The fastest two hours in radio. The fastest two hours in radio. The award-winning Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown with Patrick Johnson and ECU legend Terrence Copper. Counting down to kick off with all the info you need to get ready for game day. The Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. Game Day Countdown on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. It's tailgate season, and at Moore's Barbecue, we have the perfect packages to meet your needs. From our backyard barbecue pack to our family feast pack, we will make sure that your tailgate stands out and no one leaves hungry. 
come on into any of our locations in Winterville, New Bern, Swansboro, Moorhead City, or Jacksonville and bring the whole family. There's enough great food for everyone. We're sure you'll agree if it's not Moore's, it's less. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc., Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health you'll be working with neighbors you can trust people like alan hill or tony boyd these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams these farm bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products but they are also tuned in to the greenville community again contact alan hill or tony boyd today at farm bureau insurance in greenville 252-756-3165 that's 252-756-3165 WorldCat, the world's largest powered catamaran boat builder, is hiring at their Tarboro and Greenville locations. If you enjoy a challenging career opportunity, producing a top quality product, then a career with WorldCat may be for you. No experiences required. However, anyone with carpentry skills or auto body detailing skills are highly encouraged to apply. Send your resume to careers at worldcat.com. That's careers at worldcat.com or go to worldcat.com forward slash careers. Just follow me here. We're doing it for the gram. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. I know Mike Houston wouldn't want to hear this, but uh, Jerry Palm from CBS Sports has ECU projected to make the Fenway Bowl against Louisville which would be an 11 a.m. December 29th uh, game in Boston, Massachusetts. That won't be cold. Um, let's see A nice 70-degree day there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Weather's nice. Memphis is bound for the Hawaii Bowl, according to these projections, against Hawaii. Uh, that is Christmas Eve night at 8 o'clock. So what would you rather have, an 11 a.m. 29th game or Christmas Eve at 8 o'clock, Ben? In Hawaii. I mean, if you're a player, you want to be in Hawaii. I get that, but I, I, you personally, be baby Byron. Be honest. I want the obviously. I want the 11 a.m. 29th game. Yeah, I want to be working on Christmas Eve here. Uh, not at Christmas Eve night, no. <laughs> so fun, no good. I gotta explain that one to the wife. That'll that'll go well. You know what the Charlotte Bowl is? The Duke's Mayo Bowl. It's Clemson in Florida. Florida fired their. Uh, Defensive coordinator and uh, one of their other coaches, their offensive line coach. The real question is, is the trophy just going to be the uh, the mayo, the, the jar of mayo just taped to the trophy, the broken trophy this year? They're just going to keep that going. Think about how those two programs, where they've been in their various 
trajectories and kind of, you know, I mean, a bowl game's a bowl game, and, and, and not every bowl game situation is equal. But they got higher expectations. Then going to the Duke Mayo Bowl, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not good. All right. Uh, let's do our pirate report. Do we have the And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Right on cue. I, I was, well, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. I, I just, I, I was told late last week we were without, somewhere in the ether the Pirate Report program was. We'd lost it or something. I got it. Okay. I, I salvaged you would, it. But when I said it, it didn't, like, you weren't, like, there. I thought, oh, no, I forgot. It's out in the ether, but it's there. No, it's there. Um. All right, uh, speaking of bowl games, that's something that Mike Houston says right now this group cannot focus on. Cut to. Nah, I don't, no, you can't because you just got, you got to focus on who you're playing. I mean, they all know it. Believe me. I promise you, they know it. Everybody in Greenville knows it. But uh, we're playing a very good Memphis team. Uh, knocked off a ranked SMU team today. Uh, we've got to go two there. It's an early kickoff. Uh I've, I've seen some on film already. I know that, that receiver they've got is pretty special. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have our hands full. Uh, but, uh, you know, the focus is just trying to trying to get better every day and, and trying to play uh, play really well next uh, weekend in Memphis, and, and we'll, see, we'll see if we're good enough. All right, uh, let's skip to cut four here where the Pirate defense, front seven, uh, was key to the Pirate victory. Coach Houston's thoughts on that? Well, I thought, I thought our, our defensive linemen and linebackers, you know, really uh, – I mean, they, they own the line of scrimmage. That's, that's the whole key to it. They did a great job. Gap integrity, uh, winning their gap, and just, you know, really knocking the offensive line back. And as, as elementary as that sounds, that's what it was. You know, we, we whipped them up front. All right, and then uh, Coach on the tight. Well, I tell you what, let's, uh, let's go to cut eight here. And he talks about uh, the heart displayed by this uh, Pirate football team. Don't do anything stupid and get yourself hurt, for one. But I, I just – I mean, that's just – that's the way that bunch is, though. I mean, that's – you know, they – I'm telling you, that is the – we're getting to – I, I, I don't want to – this is the best ever or something like that. That team culture in that locker room is pretty special. Those kids, I don't hear anything about stats. I don't hear anything about touches. You know, they, they all love each other, and they play their freaking tails off for each other. And I'm telling you – there ain't a whole lot of locker rooms around like that. You want to know why you know, some of these teams are having problems, culture problems, and underperforming and stuff like that? It's because they, they let things get away and get too me, 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 selfish stuff. You know, if they keep the focus on each other and keep the focus on the team, good things happen. And that's what you're seeing from that group in there. All right, Pirate basketball tomorrow night. They'll take on South Carolina State. Uh, it'll be the season opener for uh, Joe Dooley's team and uh, coach on uh, what style to expect from his Pirates this year. They got a few guys nicked up, uh, should be able to go. Most all should. But uh, this is what Coach Dooley had to say about the style that he expects out of this year's Pirate team. Cut 10. We'd like to play a lot faster. That's been something that we wanted to do. We've gone to play faster. I think we have played faster in the scrimmages. Uh, a big way to play faster is obviously to get some defensive stops and then get out and play in transition. But the guys have done a pretty good job. I think they've pushed the ball better. I think we'll, we'll play a lot faster. But I think you have to be able to play multiple ways when teams do slow it down. Well, we all know Jalen Garner transferred uh, out to Virginia and uh, three new pay, uh, players uh, transferred uh, in. And uh, this is Coach Dooley on uh, how, the you know, the new roster is kind of blending together. 
think it helps that we were able to work with them in the summer. I mean, I think the rules have changed, so we're able to get a lot more uh, stuff in during the preseason than you had previously. So I think that's helped. Uh, I think we've been acclimating some of the guys that have been injured back into it, and that's been part of it, or guys have been out sick. So I think those guys are a little bit behind, but they're starting to catch up. And uh, Coach Dooley on a scouting report for South Carolina State. Well, a lot of new guys uh, do have some returners back, uh, three starters back. TJ uh, Madlock, Coach Madlock's son, is a very good player. Uh, obviously, had a little of a bit of a weird season last year. They were up and down as far as starting the season a little bit late. Uh, but new coach, probably have a lot of new energy and a lot of new pieces. All right, uh, and uh, ECU women's basketball will be uh, opening their season on the road tomorrow night uh, as well. We'll have more details uh, on that for you tomorrow during uh, the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, plus, our Pirate Report will hear from uh, uh, ECU players after the uh, victory and uh, also ahead of the matchup. Huge game against Memphis this weekend. Uh, our Pirate Report today brought to you by Comfort Master and Comfort Air of New Bern. Call Comfort Master for your heating and AC needs. Lewis Farley and Robin Bowen, two great pirates, also by the Texas Roadhouse of Greenville. They were named uh, here recently the number one Texas Roadhouse in the nation with legendary food and service those are your uh, sponsors for today's pirate report okay uh we'll grab a break and we'll put a bow uh, on this uh, sensational little radio program when we return we'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us more of the patrick johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ecu pirates we are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching 94.3 the game and 94.3 thegamecom Interbanks Media is teaming up with the Greenville Fire and Rescue and the Salvation Army once again to bring you the Embers Christmas Show coming this December to raise money for Operation Santa Claus. Join the growing list of sponsors, including BD Oil Change and Auto Service, Specialty FDR, Greenville Toyota, SCA Collections, Steinbeck's Men's Shop, Greenville Utilities, Fantastic Sam's, and Telco Credit Union. To be a part of this annual Christmas tradition, contact Hank Hinton by email now, hank at ibxmedia.com. It's time to think about gift giving, and Bertie County Peanuts has all you need to make everyone on your list happy. Whether you need gifts for friends and family or business appreciation gifts for clients and colleagues, Bertie County Peanuts has you covered. Check out their selection of gourmet products online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net. Call them at 800-457-0005 or visit them in Windsor at Powell and Stokes. Bertie County Peanuts, a Christmas tradition all over North Carolina. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. 
I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you too can serve part-time in the community you love, visit nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Golden Corral on Greenville Boulevard is now open, serving all your Golden Corral comfort food favorites like fried chicken, pot roast, steaks, fresh vegetables, and awesome desserts. Don't miss their weekend features like Catfish Fridays, ribs every Saturday, and specialty carved meats on Sundays. Make game day extra special with a hot and hearty big breakfast or build a wholesome tailgate feast of Golden Corral entrees, sides, and desserts. drive through pickup, and delivery available. Open daily for lunch and dinner, breakfast every weekend. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. So, uh, was it the best season ever as NASCAR had promised? No. But look, new champion. Uh, more people there than what they had last year, right? The people's champ. You know, I, the Kyle Larson thing, good for him, right? Oh, yeah. Came, it's a came good back. Story. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a fine story. Um, I mean, I think that's okay. Guy made a mistake, that, didn't think he was going to race again, didn't have a team this right. time a year ago, and then now he's a NASCAR yeah. champion. I mean, he screwed up. He owned it, and he moved on, yeah. right? Yeah. We've all done things and said things we regret. Um, I mean, that's I mean, part what of being he human. Did, what he said was stupid, but, I mean, he moved oh, yeah. on. I mean, we even said Abs- that at a time. We thought it was right. ridiculous that he even said that. Right. I mean, just absolutely foolish. Uh, but you know, it's a good story. There's just not enough good. That's that's a story that probably needs to be told. I'm glad you put it in the update, and I'm glad you mentioned it during the break. That's a st- I think that's a story NASCAR needs to be quite honest with you. It needs some oomph. It needs some fire behind it. And you know, I think every year I'm going to try to fire myself up for February and try to get excited about it again. It's and, hard. I mean, it's just they've they've made it so hard to get excited. It's, it's not really very viewer have. friendly, especially if you're no. like a new watcher or you're trying to get into I mean, yeah. it. It's just not very. It's, it's convoluted. Yeah. It's the stages still make no sense. It's just yeah. not the, the the tracks are all the same. It's just not a. It's not a great. I mean, the, the, Ben, it's now two decades ago, but I mean, we're talking beginning of the century this was one of the fastest growing sports probably the fastest growing sport. yeah i mean everybody that was from around here that was around during that time would tell you that and it's like it's almost like in ruins and shambles now like it's yeah. a shell of it of what it once was i mean even hockey's had more positive growth oh yeah now being on nope. espn and tnt like it's it's yeah. trending upward yeah uh, and and so yeah i look great story let's hope it's something that you know they're always noodling around with stuff in the off season. And let's hope they, if they do that, they'll do it for the positive. I mean, they, the season's still too long. 
It is. It's just too long. And they got I mean, races in areas people clearly don't care about NASCAR. Right. Like, there's a race in New Hampshire that nobody goes to. Why not bring that to North Wilkesboro, Rockingham, or something where you know there's well, a dedicated fan base? You'd have to spend so much money to rehab those places. That is true. That is a good point. And I get what you're saying. It's just, but there's got to be better ways to build. I don't know. It's you know the people that have that investment have too much money and. All right. Uh, hey, we're coming back tomorrow, 5 o'clock. They're going to let us come back. 5 o'clock tomorrow, Patrick Johnson Show. And uh, we'll have the Houston Huddle for you. You can check it out tomorrow morning on 94.3thegame.com around uh, 8.30 or so as well. And uh, we'll have Michael Perry on with us tomorrow. He's going to be on the radio network, and we'll preview ECU basketball. Thanks to Jim Zoki, Ben, and Courtney. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm not me. Songs and graces think I slip on down